Good afternoon. You're very welcome. You're listening to Scariff Bay Community Radio and Local Media This Week. Uh, Local Media This Week is sponsored by Ruth Griffin Photography from Fecal. I'd like to welcome everyone around the table again and we're back to our usual panel today. So a very big welcome to John S. John, you're welcome back. Thank you very much, Jim. And we've missed you. We've missed your coffee more so. And the cake. And the cake, yes. Uh, Pat O'Brien. Pat, good to see you. Thanks, Jim. And David Fleming. David, you're very welcome. Thank you, Jim. So... Uh, we're going to talk this week about uh, the local media, the Clare Champion and the Clare Echo, the local print media. And here at Scariff Bay Community Radio, we support greatly uh, our local print media and urge people uh, to support them as well. Because, well, you miss an awful lot, first of all, if you don't uh, purchase the Clare Champion or uh, take the Clare Echo or get a sponsor, get a uh, subscription subscription to Claire Echo Premium. So anyway, well, let's have a look. Yeah, Claire yes. Echo is free. Uh, it's very important people realise uh, yeah. that it's freely available to the community. What a marvellous, what a marvellous platform. Yes, and, and full of news. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's not just something full of advertising. It's yeah, absolutely... I find out having news on it this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah there is. Yeah. That's right. But the, the Claire Echo have a, a premier or a premium uh, that you can join. I think it's something like two euros a month or two euros. Yeah, two euros a month. A two yeah. euros a week. I'm sorry, um, but for that you get, um, I suppose, you get news a bit faster. Uh, you can tune in during the week or log on yeah. and get, um, you know, match results, scores, yeah. or Break, breaking news, breaking news, all yeah. the latest yeah. news. Yeah. And if, if you join up now, Jim, you're, you're in for a, a return trip to, to Paris, Marseille, or Naples. In a drawer. You'll be doing something about that, Pat? Which one would you go to? Well, I wouldn't mind any of them. You'll have to ask which would Mairead prefer. If we got a free trip, we wouldn't mind going where we go. Probably go to Paris. That's part of the yearly subscription. That's a new offer that they have out. Would say it's um, there's a six month. I think you were six months where you pay two euros. Uh, I think it's, sorry, uh, six euros for the month. And then after that, it's two euros a week. But they have a year-long subscription now as well, I think. So you could pay in advance for a year for about you 70 can, yeah. euros. So it would save you yeah. thir- about 30 euros a year. Yeah, that's so good, well worth it. it. Yeah, and, and, and as Pat said, you're in for the draw. And if, yeah, and even the people that's paying by the by monthly are, are, are in it as well. Yep. Uh, they, have been, they have been in it already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. And, and that was Luke there who was doing our technically today. So thanks, Luke, for that. Um, I I, knew, I use it for, for sport mostly because... You know, you get a, a you'd see you a match, a report on the match yeah, yeah. and quite quickly you'd have Parik or Derek Dormer or Owen Brennan or mm. somebody on with the match report, mm. giving you, you know, giving yeah. you team mm. scores, the whole lot. Yeah, yeah. So mm. it's it's really good. Anyway, uh, ten million euro for a house, John. Kill bad. Well, now I would have expected, I would have kind of expected that to be located somewhere up around. Uh, south Dublin okay the Dublin 4 uh, 10, bi- 10 million wouldn't wouldn't uh, be out of place there but will you tell me this who owns uh, there's a photograph of the, of the mansion yeah. on the paper <coughs> on page 8 it's the in, in Kilbaha it? that's right Kilbaha which Kilbaha. is which is Loophead you'd, you'd call Loophead, it Loophead yeah. yeah the Loophead Peninsula 
But but I mean, I'll tell you who owns it, John. Good man, a, a Swiss billionaire. He yes. oh, he has he built it. He owns it, and now he's getting rid of it. Yes. He's trying to sell it. Uh, you can see the in the photograph on the Claire Echo. You can see the the H for the helipad. Yes. Um, I don't know. I think that for that image there, it could be uh, it very. It, I don't know if it's real or if it's computer generated because they were using a computer generated uh, photo yeah. in some places. But um, it's a it's it's an. In, it's an interesting house. I suppose why it's 10 million, one of the reasons is uh, it's, uh, its views of the sea. How it ever got planning permission, I'd be very curious about. But uh, Would you because be it's on a cliff top. It's on yeah. a cliff top location. What is it? Is, it? is there not a, a field or two between it and the. There, 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 there might be a, a bit of grass, all right, between us. <laughs> yeah. Well, you wouldn't fall off your bed and out no, you wouldn't. The no, no, he no, wants an wouldn't. island as well. There's an island off, off the. Off the and how many acres, Pat? That's mentioned in the article. I remember reading in the article today about an island. Oh, it's a 60 acre clifftop site with panoramic views of Loophead Lighthouse, Kerryhead, and the Schlieve Mish Mountains. So. You know, it so, is. So, will you be putting in a bid there, Jim? I won't. <laughs> ten, ten million. Ten million, yeah. yeah. I like your talking now. Probably, they're trying to attract an international buyer for that. Yes. Yeah. Um, I suppose one advantage is you have Shannon Airport for your private jet. You come yeah. into there in Shannon Airport with your private jet, and away you go. It's probably another on your private helicopter. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's seventeen minutes from Canada Hold and uh, twenty minutes from Kilkee and Kilgosh. Yeah. 30 minutes. Mm. Mm. And the front page page has a picture of what is called, I think, what is called an affinity pool. It's where the water sort of meets the surface yes. of a swimming pool. You there's know, no edge. There's no edge. And there was a cottage on the side, so that's why they got turned Ah, that's oh. it. That explains <laughs> it. Okay. Can't you visualise the, the size of the cottage? Of the cottage. Yes. And site. the people who lived there long ago. Indeed. 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 Okay, anyway, just uh, that's the front page. On the front page of the uh, Clare Champion, um, uh, kind of a rather disturbing story uh, where a girl was in hospital and um, had a certain notice put on her medical sheet. Uh, David, I'll give you that. Nicole uh, Norton. Yeah, it's um, Dan Danner has this story. Uh, Councillor Anne Norton still feels sick in her stomach seven years after recalling a horrendous, it's her word, experience in University Hospital Limerick when a do not attempt resuscitation was yeah. allegedly placed on her daughter's medical file without their consent. Uh, that's quite alarming, isn't it? Um, it is. The daughter is Nicole Norton, 25, who is a wheelchair user with cere cerebral, cerebral palsy, is still very distressed over this incident. She felt strongly this had to be challenged to ensure no other vulnerable patient or family would experience what she and her mother went through in UHL back in April 2016. Um, it's coming out now, I suppose, because, as, as Dan reports, a hospital consultant appeared before a medical inquiry, a medical inquiry over his direction that no Nicole Norton did not have the capacity to decide herself if she could be resuscitated in the event of a cardiac arrest. What do you think of the idea of, of that, David? I don't know. I, I, I mean, there's I, a child, the person is there, ill, lying in in hospital. Yeah. Okay? Obviously very ill. Yeah. Um, 
And your the, man the, takes your the, man the, the takes most on surprising himself. thing is why the parents and yeah. the next of kin were not there was no discussion intimately involved yeah. Yeah. i mean that's a, it's, it's the biggest question a person yeah. faces in their lives yeah. Yeah. okay yeah. yeah even the existence uh, you know of a do not resuscitate mm. well that's not a terribly uh, novel jim do not resuscitate i have a um a, a clause in my instructions, yeah. in my instructions, you know, that I do not wish to be uh, retained as a vegetable. Yes. Vegetables are there to be eaten. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> not, but, uh, um, seriously, yeah, yeah, I know, I understand. Yeah, yeah. But, no, and, and, and yeah, people have that. And after a medical emergency, I remember yeah. my own father's death, yeah. you know, they they spoke to us about it, and you know they they said, well, these are your options. Yes. And, um, but ultimately, he's not going to live, mm-hmm. and so at that point, at that point, you know, you you do say then, yes, yeah. okay, he's going. But know. having a sign going around on the end of the bed. Yeah, on uh, the fi- in the files, I suppose. You know, maybe, the files yes. at the end of the mm-hmm. bed. Yeah. 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 Uh, it is. It's but but it's very distressing when there was just no consultation. I think that's Councillor Norton's point that yes. there was. Um, it was, as she says, a horrendous experience. Mm. Yeah, and she reported to the medical council, and so they have. Yeah, and this child is still uh, alive and well and twenty-five now. Yes, yeah. twenty-five so, now. Okay, uh, let's let's go on. I suppose West Clare. There seems to be uh, passion. Uh, Worry that West Clare is disappearing. Yeah, there. Um, whether this means it's kind of disappearing under the sea or whatever, but uh, <laughs> the the councillors from West Clare want the government to take note that West Clare still exists. Yeah, there, there, there seems to be a, a problem with um, they haven't enough money for the for the roads back on West Clare. So, uh, I, I yeah, I just wonder about it. Like, um, they'll get it says here they'll get roasted. Get roasted by the public when they when they call candidate for the next general election. Now, um, usually, in in uh, when 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 you set out uh, the Saturday for the budget, the the money is laid out on the table and it's 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 doled out. That's it. No, this is extra capital that that comes down uh, from on high. From on high, yeah. Yeah, but they're looking for extra capital, John. They, 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 they want more. They want more. Would you give it to them? Well, sure, I don't know if they have a case. Are they not able to go in and Peter Kelly and all his comrades on with Clare? Would they not go in and, and, and when, the, when the budget has been laid out and lay out their, their cards on the table and say, well, we their want argument, the, the argument that's, that's emanating out of West Clare is that we over here in East Clare seem to be getting a larger slice of the, uh, the budgetary cake. Well, I don't know. I don't see that written anywhere, John, is it? Pardon? I don't see that written anywhere. No, it's not written, but it's the absence of it being written that brings it, you know, emphasised. Well, are you saying that our councillors, for example, and we have five of them here in East Clare, are... Very active. And better, possibly, at at procuring um, resources than some of their counterparts in West Clare? Well, we don't, I suppose. It might appear like that, Jim, but we don't have, do you see, the, the... evidence to make a very strong statement about inequality of distribution, do mm. you know? But it does appear that East Clare does well 
Yes. Why do they do well? Is it because we have very active and proactive county councillors? We deal with them a lot in the on the radio, mm. okay, and we've always found them progressive and looking yeah. for. There's a vision among them. But they wouldn't now. I'd say they would. They, they wouldn't have much role in getting money from the government. It seems. It seems to me the that uh, they're looking for money for roads and transport because. It goes on, Deputy Cahill Crow responded, it's always a good exercise, he says, to get us in so we can hear what's going on. (laughs) Um, And he suggested uh, reverting to the Minister for State at the Department of Transport. So it suggests that that was the issue that maybe Councillor Kelly was talking about, that the roads aren't so good over there. And that maybe... As you say, John, East Clare roads are a bit better, but they're not that not yeah, as good. I was, I was back in West Clare lots of times, and I didn't send them so much stronger the roads. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, oh, sure, except listen, back roads, are very back roads or something, but the back roads in every, every, every area uh, wouldn't be in, in top-class condition. No. But the main but roads are... The, the, do you think in any way is the forestry a factor in the deterioration of the road system in West Clare? I wouldn't think so. There isn't enough of forestry in West Clare, John, because it can't grow <laughs> by the sea. <laughs> yeah. It can't grow by the sea. Yeah. What do you think, Jim? No, I'm just wondering, certainly the, um, if one was to judge by the coverage of the St. Patrick's Day parades, and we mentioned this last week, <laughs> that um, East Clare would be out in the cold completely because there were parades all over the place in West Clare and they were all covered with page loads of photographs. Indeed. Uh, whereas Tulla in the Clare Echo was the only page that was uh, devoted to East Clare last week. And isn't that repeated now again in the ad for the leader preparation yes. consultations? There is a, we, I better get out, there's a leader, uh, an ad for leader on page. Luke is furiously going through six, the page. Six or eight on the champion. Yeah. Is it page six in the Clare Champion? Uh, Yes, uh, the leader plan 2023 to 2027 uh, and the CLDC who promote leader in Clare, they're talking, well, they're talking about a reduction in the amount of resources they have, but they want a consultation with local groups and organisations to see how they might best meet the needs. Now, the listeners listeners may not have direct, you know, uh, contact with the leader organisation. Can you just explain very briefly, Jim? I can indeed. What well, leader one, exactly Leader is? Uh, is a fund which is there for communities, um, among others. Out, out communities. of Brussels. Yeah. The money for leader comes from Brussels. Comes from Brussels. Yeah. Now, when, when we were starting off a few years ago and we you look at the equipment that we have in this studio here, the microphones that we speak out of, or into the the desk, the screens, the various things that we need here. Um, we applied for leader for a grant aid from leader for that, and I think they gave us something like five thousand mm-hmm. euro, which was about maybe seventy five percent, percent of the the total of the total. Yeah. And we've applied a couple of times to leader, and they've been very good to us. Absolutely, um, Claire. Claire has been very strong. Uh, traditionally, in mm. in involvement with leader, mm. very strong. Going back to follow Harry Bones. Yeah. yeah. Now you need to have all your ducks in a row. Mm-hmm. Going for leader, you have to have multiple quotes, and you have to lay out what you need it for. It has to be for a community activity. Mm. It, it mm. can't be for 
for private use or, or whatever. And they have they have done great work in the in, in the recent we, we years, and they have they have given out uh, fabulous grants to, to all communities around for the east, west, or south, or wherever perfectly. However, what John is referring to is they're certainly meeting the needs of West Clare at the moment because uh, yeah, there's there's a consultation where they're coming to listen to what people groups have to say. Yeah. But I mean, there are a number of. Um, there are nine nine different yeah. locations, and, and five of them are in West Clare. Yeah, but there's a, an article yeah. there as well, Jim, just above the in the in the Clare record. Yes. Clare local development company CLDC is inviting people from the local community to have their say and help shape the new leader plan for County Clare and to discuss how the CLDC programs can address community needs in the county. Uh, it says in about a about series of public meetings will be held in eight locations around the county. But isn't that yeah. problematic, um, Chairman Pat? Michael Hogan? Wouldn't you say, like, it's all right for yourself, you might go up to Tulla. Or Six Mile Bridge. Or, or Six Mile Bridge, indeed. <laughs> but what about the people up in Whitegate and Mount Shannon? The people, yeah, well, they can, they can go online. Isn't that <laughs> a happy old excuse now? I know, I don't lie. Anyway, anyway, it makes no difference. If, if the people down in Mount Shannon and Whitegate want to get a leader grant, they fill out the they go in and they get the forms and they fill it out and they, they, mm. they, they'll be all given by the leader this. committee. No, no, all the, they're Sorry. only formulating the leader plan now. Yeah. I think that's just yeah, well, priority areas yeah, and, and regulations and themes and, and, and all rules. that. Mm. And rules and regulations from before are going to change. So, uh, and it's, it's it's a community. It's a community. I suppose it's issue. how they it's how but they deal with it here. Oh wait a minute! In, I was in involved with leader for a, a few years, and I mean there is a capacity to adapt within mm. leader. Yeah, the rules are set in agreement with Brussels, of course, <coughs> but I mean um, uh, they're not written in stone. Mm. If there are better ways of doing certain things within leader, then leader will adapt to it. Yes. No, we're joking about the fact that there's no consultation in Ennis or sorry in Scariff <laughs> or in Kidaloo. But uh, I suppose we'll it, does, we, it does seem we'll that there's more, more in West Clare than it's there is in East Clare. Yes. CLDC has delivered the leader for 31 years in Clare and also delivers the Social Inclusion Programme, SICAP and Rural Social Schemes, TUS Rural Walks Schemes, Ukrainian res- response, Roman traveller projects, community childcare, local area employment service, and the SEIA sustainable energy communities projects. So yeah. They have. Uh, oh, they've fantastic uh, work done. Yeah, yeah. no doubt Absolutely. about it. Absolutely. Okay. Anyway, that's could 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 we ask that a consultation would be put on in Scarif for the the. Uh, our particularly East Clare part. Mm. Or in Killaloo. Yeah. Or in Killaloo. Because there, there's a huge population down there. Yeah. Yeah. Put an email in, in, in to John and say yeah. a request and that's, yeah. uh, that's all we have to do. Mm. Now, David, you're a, you're a history teacher. I am. <laughs> um, you're not an English teacher. No. But some new words have been added <laughs> to uh, the Heritage Transfer Saga, which has been ongoing for months and months. You remember Imminent... It was imminent. It was imminent a few months ago. And then <laughs> it was imminent around Christmas time. I then think. talks had reached a crunch. They were they were at a crunch stage certainly last <laughs> week. Today there's in the Clare Champion there are two new um, yeah. expressions which uh, indicate where things are. Yeah, very near conclusion is one of them. Minister confirms heritage deal is very near conclusion. Is that more than imminent? <laughs> I, I, it's, it could be, if a minister says it. Okay. 
Uh, and of course, we're talking about what we've been talking about for since before Christmas, and even before, yeah. you know, since last summer, I suppose. Uh, the uh, Shannon Heritage sites, Bunratty, Craganone, all the other various bits that they have, which are to be transferred to the county council. Uh, the county council want what is it, Pat? Fifteen million. Yes, 15 was mentioned. Yeah. Uh, 15 was mentioned at the start. Last week they might settle for a little bit less than that. Deputy Crow, I think last week said it's... 10 it's plus. 10 plus. Um, so, so there must be argue. Well, seemingly the plan has gone before the minister. The minister is considering it. Um, and so he's now after saying very near conclusion. Will we get it next week, Jim? I don't know. What will the words be next week? Well, page two of the Clare Champion has an even more interesting... Uh, it's at... Oh, at final stages. No. <laughs> which, which of those is nearer to the, the edge of being completed? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, anyway, uh, it's just... It's I think they'll say almost over the line yeah. could be <laughs> next yeah. week's one. Yeah. And, and Jim, this is another one. Minister needs to get up off his backside and deal with the, the, the wastewater infrastructure. Yes. That's to do with Broadfoot and Coraclea. I think that was a uh, promise. Uh, that, that was imminent as well recently. And yes, okay, and that that hasn't happened yet. The Jim, the point that Pat is is raising there, is absolutely crucial in terms of rural development, in the containment of population within the villages. It is absolutely if, crucial. There'll be, and if anybody listening to this is saying, "What the heck is he talking about?" What he's talking about is, without waste water satisfactory wastewater uh, system, there cannot be any development in the village. Mm-hmm. So what are you writing? Do you know when you think about it? Yeah. It, it should be the number one consideration in the debate on rural revitalization. Am I right or wrong? You are, and it's, it's really gone on for so long. Oh yeah, crazy. This sto- I think... I don't know what it is, um, whether we think it's going on and on and on, a bit like Shannon Heritage, because because it's reported constantly in the media. Journalism's, journalists and ourselves uh, are not at the same pace as government officials and Clare County Council is. And so, in a way, we, we're, we're repeating... What we've what what has been said in the past. So, we haven't actually moved on the Broadford Cura Clare thing at all in six months or more because yeah. all that has happened is an application has been gone in. Mm. That is all, and nobody has decided on the application. Mm. And that was reported. Was that Pat six months ago, eight months ago, yeah. whenever it was? And it's so, supposed to finalise before Christmas. What happens then yeah. is ministers are asked questions in the doll. Or local councillors get up at the council meeting and make a statement, and then it appears in our papers, and we get very angry about it. But and they can't keep saying the word imminent. We don't. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> David, you said, you, you said yeah, we weren't keeping pace with the. We weren't keep. We were behind the government. We weren't keeping pace. Right. I think it's the other way around. I think the the, the, the crowd up in, in Dublin haven't keeping pace with it with the people yeah. down here. But, but you know, it's, it, these things, for what, whether it's good or bad, now I don't know. Like they take months, if not years, for these decisions to be made. Um, it is hoped. Look, this is the language from Porrig. It is hoped there will be good news for two of these villages. Both Broadford and Cora Clare were included in an official application by Clare County Council in September. 
that's last year, to the Department of Housing for the 50 million scheme. So yes. they're still waiting for that news. But I think um, I, 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 I'm getting the message, uh, David, that um, the money has been agreed. The minister has gone back now to Dublin, having visited the geographic area known as yeah. as, as Broadford and yeah. and, and Kirklare. But no, well now I mean this is more than imminent. But wait, no, this it is, says here. This is I'd better five over with you that we know. Who else is going I, to take I, No, that? I won't. I, I take, take that bet. Deputy Crow stated that an assessment of all projects will be completed within the next two. six to eight weeks. So we have to wait two months for an assessment. Mm. And then the minister has to decide. Now, what did the minister say? Well, which minister are you talking about now? What, what minister uh, is this? Um, uh, um, the, the, all the Clare TDs... You know, Claire, Claire TD Joe Carey, Fine Gael told the Clare Echo in February was due by the end of the month, while Minister Darrow O'Brien had previously indicated they were working to a time frame of December 2022. Yeah. 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 But they have no problem, when I brought this up last week, they had no problem in uh, allocating 38 million for a two, two kilometre, <laughs> two and a half kilometre uh, uh, bit of a, of a cycleway <laughs> over in, in, in the inner city above the side road there. I know, uh, uh, Pat, Pat, in fairness, no. Two, two kilometres, John. Two, I know. 2.75 kilometres. That's money for that project. 38 that's, million. You're not listening. I am listening. Yeah, no. <laughs> I am, I am listening. But I think 38 Money million. is allocated specifically. Yeah. It's yeah. not a kind of a general uh, allocation. So the money is allocated for the roads here. Oh, yeah. We, um, allocated for that project up in Dublin you're talking about. You have a thing about uh, Dublin Four. You do. No, no, no. But you talk, huh? Would you? Would you? Uh, would, if you? If you were? Um, if you were judging uh, a scheme and and a bit of a road out here in Scarf, and it was going to cost thirty-eight million, uh, two point seven five kilometres, would you be happy about it? But the land values are very different, Pat. I certainly wouldn't be happy. Dublin's about it. land values are very different. I so I wonder, wonder if, it if it involves buying land. But that's what, what I mean. Yeah, it does involve it buying doesn't. land. It's more along the side called Park. It, it doesn't involve, what I read on the, on the thing, it doesn't involve any buying any, any... We'll any have to do further investigations on that. Okay, yeah. listen, we'll go on. Uh, this again, I suppose, <laughs> I dread going back to Brian, but we have to go back Chuck, to him. Chuck Hooney is there on... on he's, and very he's, he's very cross-looking. He's very, yeah, he's, it's he, a great photograph. He's making a very determined speech anyway. And TT is of the champion. Yeah. Minister urged to get off backside. Are they his words, Pat, or is it no, somebody I think, else? I think, I think well, they're, they're in parentheses, so it must be his. No, I think it's Pat, Pat, um, Pat Buck. Um, is it? Yeah. yeah, I think it is. And that's the. I suppose. What's the issue? There's a good bit of ass issue <laughs> this week. Because, also, because the ministers, every sort of a minister is getting his ass kicked today, <laughs> and her <laughs> ass kicked to be gendered. Because they were, they were talking about, uh, get it, in relation to West Clare, we were talking about it a while ago, get off your asses and saddle your horses. <laughs> uh, so Who said that to you? Um, PJ Kelly. I think it was PJ Kelly. The Missy man. But for listeners, it's in the papers, it's You'll in the care records. Yeah, yeah. 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 This this minister is the Minister for Housing, who is Darrow O'Brien, and his department have been urged to get up off, off their backsides 
and progress a pilot wastewater scheme for unserviced villages. So it's the same. It's the same uh, story as the, as the one we were talking about in Bradford. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah. Oh, okay, we'll go on. Cahal Crow, and I just uh, I suppose a couple of things about Cahal Crow. First of all, he apologised for his use of the centre of death a few weeks yes, ago, yeah. and, and fair play to him for that. Um, I, and I think we knew what he was referring to mm. and the point he was trying to make. Yeah. But um, I suppose the choice of language wasn't... Yeah. I, th- I think we called it out, actually, we ourselves, did indeed, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. But, I mean, we, we need to acknowledge that he has... Yeah, it's good. It's it's mm. the sign of a, 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 of a good public representative when they can admit that yes. a mistake might have been made. No, but he also says, and, and he's, I don't think he's mistaken in this, uh, in relation to planning, Pat O'Brien has been saying this for a long time. Um, two things. First of all, that some pre-qualification is needed for objectors. And he is also suggesting that those who object uh, to planning applications, that it should be a bit more expensive. He, I think he, he cites €20, Euro, Pat. Yeah, and, and, and 20 that's nothing. Euro, that's nothing, no. Yeah. Uh, pre-qualification rules need to be introduced for, for persons wishing to object to planning applications or else an increased fee for objections, according to Clare TD has argued. Clare pro- uh, projects have been held up by objectors based outside the county. Carl called TD said he has previously remarked that individuals should not be entitled to objects if they are not living in the county of the proposed development. Do you agree with that? Uh, I do. Do you? I do, yeah. Wait, 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 is that a, a, a non-democratic? It's on page five, by the way, in it the clear echo. Yeah. Yeah. Elaborating on these comments... Well, hold on, hold on a second, Pat. Yeah. I can't leave you go with that. <laughs> if I'm living over... If, I, if I'm just living across a little stream up there in near Whitegate and I just happen to be on the Galway side of the border, you're mm. preventing me from lodging an application that my neighbour is building this enormous house just because I don't live in County Clare. At, no, Mickey, at Mickey Two Taylors Bridge. Yeah. Which we'll be talking we'll about. We'll come back to that. that. I'll we'll go down with that. But I say... Well, that's what you're after no, saying. No, no, no. Within a certain mileage of, 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 the, of the development. Oh. oh. Okay, if we wanted to be on the border, fine. <laughs> and if, if, if... And then... And <laughs> I, I can imagine no, no, someone no. in better now could object to something in Killaloo. Oh, yeah. Now, you, you have, you have uh, Sweetman, uh, Mr. Sweetman above in Dublin. He's, he objects all over the country. Every which, kind of which, which he's goes. entitled to do. Yeah, for 20 under, euros. Under and he goes in and he pays 20 euros yeah. and he can object to it. But hmm. listen, we don't have a republic, I'm sure you'd like this, a republic of Clare. Yeah, well, I, 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 we live in the Republic <laughs> of Ireland. And we need, we, we should, as citizens of a country... We can be. We should be entitled to object to whatever we want to. No matter. I suspect you would object to the greenway up in Dublin if you're given a chance. Well, I'd object to the money that's been spent. <laughs> <laughs> I have no problem with the, with the cycle in Dublin. But I think somebody who lives, you know, 150, 200, 300 miles away, who is not directly affected, yeah, has has yeah. less of a case than someone well, it who is like, as you yeah. said, across the. Yeah, bridge. Jim. Jim, I think it depends on what they're objecting to. So there are organisations who don't care what you're building, but if you're building on a floodplain or if you're affecting a particular habitat, uh, that's an EU thing. It's an Irish thing. It's not just a local thing. What are you saying about building on the floodplain? If, for example, somebody was crazy enough to build on a floodplain... But you won't, they won't be let build on a floodplain. I'm sure they were in the past, John. They were, but that's... And um, is, now, there's the point. Even though the is law that, would have prevented it. Is that an indication that definitely... OK, because we can draw on experiences from the past. OK, 
decisions made which proved to be anything but, you know, viable, does that suggest that we need to ruthlessly look at conditions associated with the planning, particularly in relation to objections? We lost a major wind project, didn't we, down in Money Point? Remember the very first one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guys pulled out. Which group mm-hmm. pulled out? Equinor. Equinor, become. So. We, we lost, was it Apple in... That's because the planning system was slow. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. It's, the, it's, the, it's the time it takes for yeah. decisions to be made, yeah. not necessarily the, the, the system itself. But That's you, partly you because on board, Panola, on board Panola is tiny. You can object to a house, somebody building a house in Wexford. I can. At the moment. Yeah. And isn't that... But... Uh, that it, has no effect on you yeah. or on anything <clears> that you might be interested but in. But... Uh, you can see that most people don't object. No. And no. that the the particular cases of environmental objection are, are on those sorts of grounds. Okay. Yeah. Listen, we're we're But I think time. it's changing. I think I think the <laughs> I think the government are bringing in and change. But I would worry is, about it. Twenty euro is, is, is a paltry sum. Well, we 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 are yeah. uh, we can come back to it later. We can. A lot of people don't agree with 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 Donald Trump. <laughs> but they were going for an in uh, a compromise of a of a seawall back around preserving the, the, the hotel. And the farms back there. And a lot of farmers wanted a wall there. A fellow from an English fellow from living down in Bentry objected to it. And held it up for, for, for an awful long time. Yes, and he would claim that the Killaloo project has been held up for a long time, long time. because of oh, a yeah. similar type yeah. of objections. Mm. Pat, you're bursting to play a bit of music, <laughs> and we have we've gone over, we've gone into extra extra time. When we go away with a bit of traditional music this week, Jim, and we oh, have uh, Drowsy Maggie from the Chieftains. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Drowsy Maggie with the Chieftains. We look forward to it. Very welcome back. You're listening to Local Media This Week on Scarif Bay Community Radio. Local Media This Week is sponsored by Ruth Griffin. And that was the Chieftains there and Drowsy Maggie, Pat's Choice, for the half-time break. And I suppose, just, I want to go back to the planning just for a moment. But before we do, can we offer our congratulations to the Clare Champion? Uh, founded in 1903, this week, I think, Pat, yeah. in 1903, and uh, celebrating its 120th anniversary, or yeah, birthday yeah. party. Yeah, the, the hidden here in the front of the club champion, the Phoenix, also the champion, marks 120 years. Uh, this week marks the beginning of the club champion, 120 anniversary. On March 28, 1903, the first issue of the paper arose from the ashes of the Clareman, which was closed down by libel action. The Phoenix is the centre of the Clare Champion Masterhead, has a special significance. This was a mythological bird scared to the uh, sacred to the sun, which was reborn from the ashes of the funeral pyre. It's epitomised the power of the self-regeneration. 
declared champions Phoenix representative rebirth in March 1903 of the nationalist fight in the county after the Clareman was forced to close. So um, we wish to congratulate the Clare champion on their, uh, on mm. their uh, 120 years and hopefully they'll be there for another 120. Yeah. I rise to complete my task. Nice. And it's been doing that ever since 1903. Jim, wouldn't it be a, uh, wouldn't it be a lovely opportunity for, uh, for people to access now the old co- early copies of the um, of the Clare Champion, which I presume they're available in the uh, yes, in the, they're in the the, the, the local section. studies section, section of the Clare Library. Yeah. And God knows if they come up with stories that that they think we might be interested in, why mm. not? We talk to us. Uh, yes, absolutely. And we put them it's, on radio. It's, it's fascinating. I've done it many times in there. Yeah. Uh, looked up, you know, researching things. Yeah. And looked up old, you know, it's not just the Clare Champion, yeah. the, the, the Clare Journal as well and, and other papers going back in the past. Mm. But it is... And uh, the Galvin family is still involved. Galvin family is still on it, yeah. Still on it, the wheel, completely. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, uh, an article in the, as well, the, the leading article, we say, the, the editorial. editorial uh, the story of the Phoenix, that's a new chapter. <coughs> and there's a tint, um, 1903, the Clare champion rose from the ashes of the Clare man today. 120 years later, the, the proud history and tradition of Clare flagged with media outlet has not waned and remains as strong as ever. So it's, uh, if anyone wants to read the, 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 the yeah. full article, there, it's there. Uh, okay. Editorial. I'll, I'll, go back, I'll go back to planning for 90 seconds. Oh. Uh, David, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> you're having a look at the article there. Well, yeah. The opening well, Pat, section Pat, of it. Pat has re- really risen the blood on this one. Pre, pre, <laughs> Not for the first time. Yeah, pre-qualifier rules. Uh, well, I think what <coughs> Cottle Crow there is proposing, I, uh, you know... He wants to grab a headline is number one is number one, the first thing I'd say. But what he's saying is that you have to live in you would have to live in the county, he's saying. Um, and that should be a pre qualifier, which I think would be illegal. Probably. Yeah. Um, and he goes on then you all you all agree with with the amount of money that he's well, he's not proposing anything, but he's only suggesting that the twenty euro should be increased significantly. But there's a few other planning stories um, in the paper uh, on page twelve. The Echo Gordon Deegan uh, has planning refused for five hundred fifty-seven feet foot tall Cahar Murphy wind farm. This is West a West Clare wind farm. It had gone to onboard Panola, um, and by the way, this is the type of thing now that. Locals object, but also other people and organisations, uh, various environmental organisations would be involved in this sort of thing, which Cottle Crow's proposal would immediately remove from the system. But anyway, the the people who objected to the wind to the wind farm uh, in in Cahar Murphy has have have won their their obje- have had seen their objection approved by Mbloor Panola on the basis that. The number of wind farms in this particular area would have an impact on the protected bird, the hen harrier. So there's too many wind farms in this particular location, which would, um, as, the, as the inspector for onboard Panola stated, would have an impact on, uh, on this particular 
protected bird. Is your Irish protected and European protected? And I think there is another, uh, there's there's an, another planning one there. On, on brown bats, it's on page 11 of the Clare Champion. But sorry, if we object to every, everything about... about uh, we'll we, we end up with, with no wind farms. Well, the there's problem six, was... The there's six of them in East Clare going to be built now. But the problem... And we closed down, uh, we closed down 70, uh, uh, 70 uh, wind farms of wind turbines up in Galway. Yeah, but for different reasons, Pat. The one up in Galway broke the law, and if we uh, and and this one here, there are too many wind farms, so therefore it's going to have an impact. Uh, so, I mean, there has to be a balance, I yeah, would say. Wouldn't you say there had to be a balance? I, well, initially, but uh, the, 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 point, the point is that uh, we're, we're importing oil, uh, we're, we're um, generating um, uh, electricity with oil yeah. and gas. But as we have said before... They tell us in one, one hand... That we have to cut on yeah. and on those that all that stuff, and then uh, when when it comes to when it comes to uh, <laughs> when it when it comes to wind farm, there's objections. Yeah. But mm. we've we've always said here we would like to see them out into the ocean as well. That's the real solution to many of these things. We're, we're going to get saturated. Would there be types of fish when that the fish would be put in, in the fish jeopardy? Hopefully, the floating ones mightn't be <laughs> mightn't upset the fish too much. But there might be seabirds. I'm just wondering, Dave. What do you think? It will say. In, in someone's objection, the opening paragraph should be uh, how it impacts them personally. But and and if, there but may that, not be a personal yeah. impact. Yeah. Uh, there may be an environmental impact. Mm. The objection might actually be stating you're breaking the law here, gentlemen or ladies, by building this. So I, I've actually, uh, I'm a member of a, a, a conservation, building conservation, the Irish Georgian Society, yeah. who's whose task it is or whose object, objective is to protect our, uh, and promote old mm. historic buildings. And that would be a genuine objective. Yeah. So, but yeah. I mightn't be living in County Dublin, oh, yeah. where many of these I houses think, are. I, I think David's answered that question now very, very well, Jim. I mean, you, you can't, you know, concentrate on uh, a limited... Uh, what was it? The, 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 the pre-qualifier, the pre this yeah. idea... I, I think you have to link in some way your objection to, the, to what you're objecting to. Um, but you could be general. They, they, there may be general environmental considerations, historic or cultural. Yeah. Yeah. Un, under the Planning yeah. and Development yeah. Act, yeah. which I, I think uh, is if, if I had bodies and uh, yeah. bodies, maybe you could. But uh, individuals, individuals should 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 be should be asked what what impact it has. I, I think they should. Listen, we have to go on because uh, we need. <laughs> there, there's a photograph on in the Clare Champion of a certain um, uh, councillor from East Clare putting his life, his career, putting everything on the line. Well, I would be very concerned for councillor Pat Hayes um, for his safety because I think that I, I, he must have had permission from Aaron Road Aaron to be walking along the tracks uh, of, of, the, of the busy Clare, of the busy Galway to uh, Limerick route. Um, the headline by Fiona McGarry, Rail Chief Choo Choo Chooses to Meet. Yes. No, it mightn't be by Fiona herself. No, oh, yeah, the heading may not be, but uh, the article is by her. And uh, the chief executive of... Well, Pat, this is another one of your big uh, issues, Pat. Um, 
it's page this is page, page six, six of the clear champion yeah uh pat definitely wants you all probably want the railway line uh opened up at crusheen and the councillors certainly do and pat burke i'd say must be walking from crusheen into ennis by the looks of uh, by the looks david what's what uh, what do you read in pat hayes's face on that photograph as he traverses down the railway he's saying this is the greatest photo opportunity I've ever had <laughs> and I'm going to take it <laughs> yes, yeah. and who'd blame him and who would blame him and wouldn't that when, when uh, the, the ra- it's ra- a lovely ra- photograph yeah when the station uh, finally uh, emerges out of the gloom okay like a phoenix isn't yes indeed isn't it isn't it likely that the photograph of Pat Hayes would be enlarged and put up on the inner wall. Oh, listen, they'll name the railway station at Crusheen after him if he gets it. If he gets it. Um, but what's happening here is the Killaloo Municipal District uh, councillors are to meet with the head of Aaron Rod Aaron, the chief executive, uh, to discuss this. Um, so there's talks. I don't see them going anywhere. I can. Why, 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 why not? Do you favour the idea of a, a station in Crusheen? I don't. Do you not? No. You're a bit like... Stations. Was it, was, it, was it Andrews that closed mm. down so many of the lines, the railway lines, before you were born? I remember it, though. That's right, yeah. in the 60s. The okay. West Clare Railway. John, the, the station building is, is in Crusheen. All you have to do is renovate it. Yeah, that's right. There are yeah. not enough, John, there are not enough people in Crusheen and even a projected so, population increase. There are not enough people... If that was the case, we'd be opening railway stations up and but down the second with country. What's wrong with having a, a two-minute stop? But that, well, that is exactly the problem. It slows down the train. The train is already very slow from Limerick to Galway. There's about ten because it stops in Six Mile Bridge. There's about ten new stations going to be opened around Cork City and, and the old gets to Cork City. Because there's a massive population around Cork City. Is there, is there a bigger population in in in, in, in Blarney? Would in Blarney is in Cushing. Would it not take would cars it, off the road? There is a big population in Blarney. Would it not take cars it's off the road? Uh, well, increase the trend. I will. I I I would. I would. I would like the idea of it, and I w- would hope. Um, Why do you? I'm, I'm interested. But unfortunately, there aren't enough people there to justify it. It's diffi- we made them use their cars. Wait a minute now. We made the mistake in allowing Andrews to close, as when he was minister, to close the actual uh, marvellous tourist lines like Galway to Clifton. Yeah. God, John, I'll give you one example and of, we were, of a well, sorry, line sorry, that wasn't you, closed let, by, a, by yeah, Minister Andrews. Before I let you in, some of these railway lines are running in Nigeria and in Kenya currently. Mm. And we closed down the plum and things. And can you imagine the tourist attraction oh. of Galway to Clifton? And the West Potentially, except, and the I, except that most tourists, as we know, go on buses. And I can't see why they would go on a, on a train. There aren't any options I'll, for them. I, I, I'll give you the option. Would a tourist like to go from Bird Hill up the middle of the country? Mm-hmm. They're not going. Not that, tra- that railway line from Bird Hill yeah. up to Dublin, which I take occasionally whenever I get the chance, I'm one of two people. Yeah, but from Bird Hill, from Bird Hill, which connects to the main line of Bally, Bally, uh, But now there's a few more that get on above. Can you buy your ticket online? You can. <laughs> you can. Uh, two people. Now, happily, John, I'm availing of it, but that's your taxpayers' money that's subsidising that railway line because Aaron Road Aaron are making nothing on that. Well, really they have to pay the signals man. Wait a minute, they have to pay the far, train driver. They, there's a, among the academics, your world. There is a constant discourse 
between whether in fact the railway system is a social service like other social services and health it services. Is a, it's a great service if people use it. Yes, but... But, but they're not using it. But the, 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 it's the, not there for them to use it. I'll give you an example of Bird Hill where nobody's using it and a sizable enough population around that hinterland. Same about bus routes around the country. Yeah, they're all, we're flooded. But you see, what happened was... But we, except we, buses are cheaper. What happened, what happened was we we, we, we done away with all those rail lines and we cut down all the trains in, in, in a lot of the main stations. And everyone in Ireland now is in a car. And you can't, it's very hard to change from back. There is one, there's no car parking facility yeah. available. <laughs> Listen, I need to go on. Go ahead. Uh, so Because we have only a few minutes left. Yeah. What? We've only a few minutes left here. You're, you're talking too much. Uh, <laughs> Carol McNamara. Our Carol McNamara. Uh, from this is a great news yeah. story uh, f- it's pa- it's she's not only on page four of the champion but she's on the front page yes. of the champion and who better who better and the uh, through the looking glass and you have to go to page four for the story yeah. lovely picture of Carol outside Tomb Graney National School yeah uh, and t- on Friday well, last Friday tomorrow. two days ago two oh, days ago uh, a plaque was unveiled um, to her grandfather. Yeah. Her grandfather was Porig O'Kylie, who first translated was the first produced the first Irish translation of through a look of Lewis of A.C.S. Lewis's mm. um, through a looking glass, which is Alice in Wonderland, I suppose, as well, the continuation of that. So it's uh, he was he was principal of the school uh, there in. Was it 19... When was he there? Uh, around the turn of the 20th century. Yes. Find the exact up, date, to, so. up, up to the 40s. Yeah, um, so yeah. 100 years ago anyway. Yeah, so. yeah he was born in Unring in, 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 in Watford. Yeah. Yeah, and he came up to Clare. He got married and came up to Clare and he was teaching in Bedeiken and Tumbrainy. That's right. Yeah. And he married a local woman, didn't yeah. he? Mm. Um, so he did, a few other, he did a few other translations, but this plaque is honouring this, uh, this man and, yeah, and yeah, yeah, his yeah. success. Mm. Yeah, he he done a lot of uh, of enough uh, for, for the Irish language down in, yeah. in Waterford and in Clare and you know. in some way or another, didn't William MacLeod become involved with with? Well, MacLeod set up not William but his uh, father, uh, the father Edward Edward, Edward MacLeod. Mm. Yeah. yeah, there was Irish classes held down in in the yeah. Clare, John. Oh, down in in MacLeod's. Oh, I know that, but but um, that. That he encouraged the actually, settlement yes. of people yes. on his Raheen estate. I Absolutely. think he gave property. He did. Mm. And, uh, and um, I mean, there are families around who are still connected with that. Uh, the O'Neills. The O'Neills. Are one that yes, are still absolutely. connected. Would, would either John or yourself, Jim, give us the translation of Alice in Wonderland, Osgoelga? Uh, Alice. As he yeah. translated it. Yes. Aktra oh, Eilish. Uh, a dear Nahengantus. Nahengantus. Should I say it again? That's what it says. Alice in Wonderland. Like Ingantus. Untuk. Wonderful. Wonderful land. land. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. Alice, Alice, Alice he trains as Eilish. Anyway, listen, we, we need to go on. Yeah. Uh, if you don't, if you didn't get that on Friday, we will cover it. Next weekend, please God, on Scarif Bay Community Radio. You're right. Um, So keep an eye out for our schedule for that. Yeah. Um, We've only a couple of minutes left. We have to mention Sister Act. 
sister act is taking place during the week in Scarif Community College, uh, the East Clare Music Society, under the direction of Johnny O'Brien, and it it promises to be an absolutely brilliant show. And can can I can I say to Pat Burke, because he's in pursuit of quality stonework, constantly on the alert to bridges falling down, and there was one very very interesting bridge up above Mount Shannon, known as Mikey Mickey Two Taylors Bridge. Yes. What a beautiful example of colloquial. Yeah. <laughs> Who was yeah. Mickey Two Taylors? He was a tailor. He was a tailor, believe it or not. And he was Taylor. Ah, ah hence the yeah. name, yeah. Mickey Two Taylor. So Mickey Two Taylor. Very good. And by the way, to, to acknowledge, there's a, 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 nearly a full page on Beckman Coulter. Oh, no, he's and uh, we, perhaps, perhaps next uh, Thursday, next week, that we might visit um, that, that theme, the impact which this industry and how, it, uh, and how yeah. it came here. There's a, yeah, there's a big page there on, on, on various industries, and uh, there's a few in pages the in the yeah. Echo, a few pages. Yes, on the, it's on yeah. page 34 in the Care Echo. Mm. We can tell them how it came here. You mentioned Irish classes back in the day in East Clare. There are Irish classes being organised in Ennis and Cushnahona after yeah. Easter. Um, there's a piece there uh, in the um, on page 31 of the Clare Echo, the, the piece of Gwelga being Shechin. Yeah. shocked and but um, there are Irish oh, classes. So, John, you mentioned the opening of heritage sites. Yes, indeed. Very, very, very briefly. April the first marks the opening of the heritage sites in Clare, and people might be interested to know that if you start with the Abbey in Ennis with the bring the family along, it's free on the first Wednesday of every month, mm. and uh, and children do love actually mm. getting close to the stonework and, mm. and climbing up story. over it yeah, yeah yeah listening to the stories if yeah. there's a guide there but it's it's there's a lovely picture there on page 10 of the echo with uh, with one of the sites and which one is it David? it's Ennis Friary Ennis Friary and it's actually one of the places that is often locked up when I'm passing and I have yet to get in so really yeah often locked up so I'm delighted to hear that it's going to be yeah. Opening again. Okay. I believe as well there's a grave situation in Crosheen. Ah, and it's, it's not just the railway line. The railway, indeed. Maybe we should stop there as well. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. They, um, they're running out of space. They're running out of space. Yeah. And yeah, they're dying the, to get in there. The <laughs> yeah. The population of, of Crosheen is increasing because there's a lot of houses there and yeah. there's a lot of people there and they don't have grave. So Fiona has an article on page 13 yeah. in the East Clare. And a great title to the, to the article, Jim. Grave yeah. situation for Christine burials. Yes. Uh, so we wish them well. Yes. And it's, he, she quotes Pat Hayes as well. So yeah. when, when he was there to... He was on the ball. He was on to try and start down. He was down not just on the, the track, he yeah. was on uh, the ball as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's more or less it, I think, for... We, we, we finished, Fiona. Well, go on, Pat. You yeah, I, okay. have something a little. I just, yes. Well, this is a, a, a fairly serious thing, though, and it's, I think it's more delicious. Uh, the, the, our own club, okay, has made uh, a whole thing of cardiac screening for adult death syndrome in the J Club of Hamilton Park Kitchen on April 29th. The screening is for 12, year, 12 years and over. Over 100 people pass away every year in Ireland from SADS. 
the club offers a team manager to encourage all players and mentors, young and old, to wait on the opportunity to get screened. The time is 9.30 to 5pm. More information can be found in the www.advanced.de medical care services, i.e. And uh, this, it's for anyone outside of the club as well, if anyone wishes to come along. And yeah. uh, it's cost 79 euros, but you can claim it back from your, your health insurance. Pat, mm. we have to acknowledge Pat's uh, contribution to the history of dancing during Lent or not. Okay, <laughs> And he told us way back that uh, on Easter Sunday, which is only a week away, Pat, that the gates, the gates were open <laughs> and... And they burst forth <laughs> like calves coming out of the... Okay, out. Of the, do you remember that night? So, Pat, will you be having a big night on, on Easter Sunday? I think all the nights are over, John, but we'll, yeah, we'll have some celebration. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen, we leave it at that. Many thanks to all of you for your contributions this evening. Uh, if you want to get the full story, don't rely on us. Uh, <laughs> get the Care Champion or the Care Echo and uh, get it this weekend. They're still available in the shops. John S., uh, thank you for your contribution thank and you great much. to see you back. Thank you very much, Jim. Pat, thank you very much. Thanks, Jim. And David, David, many thanks for your views. Controversial though some of them are. And get my blood, pe- my blood pressure is being tested. <laughs> <laughs> and we go to Pat for the music that we're going to play out on. We have the books of Orden Moore, Jim, oh, from the Shaskeen. Lovely Shaskeen, the books of Orden Moore. Let's enjoy it. Uh, many thanks. We'll see you next week, next Sunday at two. For now, goodbye.